Welcome to Run the Table. I'm your host, Bryce Tinson. Hobart, how are we doing today? Doing very well. Um, ready to get into these wide receivers. So uh, it's been a little bit since we talked about the NFL draft. We we are back and ready to go. We got we got a grind. Uh, we, we've only done, what, two positions yeah. so far? Uh, so we got a little bit to go, and we still got to do a, at least one more mock draft um, post-free agency. Um, so combine. But yeah, technically and post combine. Um, so maybe two. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so we will be getting out that draft content to you. It starts again today with the wide receivers, our top six, uh, each of us in this class. Obert, I want to start with you. Number six, take it away. I'm going with Jalen Hyatt. Uh, it was close between Marvin Mims and Jalen Hyatt, but I ultimately went with Jalen Hyatt. Um, I think he gives you some upside. I think... Uh, Route running, is at least deep route, route running is where he excels. Very fast player. We saw it with the combine. I think he ran a 4-4 flat. Uh, six foot, doesn't have a ton of size, and is a bit skinny. But uh, when you need a burner, he burns. The comp is a Will Fuller, um, another absolute burner. Uh, gets down the field, gets open. Um, Will Fuller wasn't you know a great uh, professional player, but I do see some of that there, just a smaller, speedy player. Um, yeah. That can uh, be a deep threat. I really do like Josh, or <laughs> I do like Jalen Hyatt. Uh, he's my number seven. Um, he's he's a fantastic wide receiver if you need a deep threat. Um, at Tennessee, really didn't show the capability of running anything other than a streak, a post, you know, uh, maybe a crosser. Yeah, I wanted to comp him to uh, DK Metcalf, but. Not exactly the not not the size. I mean. <laughs> not exactly. I do like your real fuller comp though. Um, my number six is Josh Downs. Um, I really do like Josh Downs, but the more I look at him, the more I watch him, it becomes clear to me that he doesn't have a ton of you know outside uh, flexibility. He he really just feels like a slot guy to me. But he's a little bit more of a do it all kind of slot guy. He's got he he's not the fastest straight line guy, which is why I'm going to comp him to Elijah Moore. Uh, Not the fastest vertically, but horizontally, my goodness. Uh, His ability to shake you uh, is unbelievable. His whip route might be one of the best whip routes I've ever seen. He ran it a couple times in the red zone for North Carolina. He's got very reliable hands. He's a 70% contested catch, uh, contested ball catcher uh, at his size. That's I think he's about 5'9 and a half, 5'10. At his size, that is truly unbelievable. Um, and I think that, you know, down the road, he can offer some upside maybe on the outside, but I think he is going to really make his money uh, in this slot, kind of like Elijah Moore has done. Hopefully he gets the ball more than Elijah Moore does uh, in New York, but I do think that Josh Downs is very capable of having a successful career in the NFL. Josh Downs at my five, and I have him as Odell Beckham Jr., um, I don't think Jeez. he projects as Odo Beckham Jr. Odo Beckham Jr. would not be the fifth wide receiver taken in the draft. Um, <laughs> but I do, I, I think, you know, when I'm watching players, I look at things and when I, you know, watch Josh Downs, it just was like that agility, like bang. When was the last time I saw that? Odo Beckham Jr. Screamed to point. me, Odo Beckham Jr. His, you know, just like, uh, like Kyler Murray has that. It's just like, you almost can't touch him. Sort of agility, uh, 
I, I yeah, it reminded me a lot of Odell Beckham Jr. His days in New York, his days in Cleveland, um, and like you said, the contested catchability, uh, really good hands for his size. Difference is he's a great deal shorter, and like you said, I don't know if he has the vertical capabilities that Odell Beckham Jr. did. And you know, Odell Beckham Jr. was one of the best vertical threats in the league for a couple of years there, even at his five eleven, six foot size. So. Um, that would be my comp in that respect, but obviously he's my fifth wide receiver. There's a reason why he's not exactly Odo Beckham <laughs> Jr. Odo Beckham Jr. would be one, and it's not even close. Uh, my number, my number five is a name you 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 guys probably aren't going to be too familiar with, but it's Andre Iosivas uh, out of Princeton. Um, we watched this guy run at the combine. I was absolutely flabbergasted with the times he put up with how fluid he looked in the field drills. Um, I went and watched his tape. Dude was a straight baller in the Ivy League level. Um, he finished, I think, with about 1,000 yards. I think it was. It might be a little bit under. They only played 10 games um, at the Ivy League level. They don't play anymore. So the stats, when you compare them, don't look as gaudy, but he still finished the season, I think, with 70 catches, 65 catches, somewhere in there. He's... He is one of the better contested ball catchers in this class. Um, he can go vertical. He can go intermediate. I was really impressed. My comp with him, my comp for him, I should say, is Christian Watson with better hands. So Christian Watson came in, had a, a ton of huge con- uh, drop concerns. You saw it in his very first game against Minnesota. Drops a 75-yard touchdown. Uh, beauty of a pass from Aaron Rodgers. And he falls right through his hands. Yosivas um, doesn't have those, those drop concerns. Um, he's not necessarily as fast he Christian Watson ran a 4-3-9 EOC boss uh, ran a 4-4-3 um, but their RAS scores are eerily similar uh, 9 uh, 9-9-5 for Watson 9-9-2 for EOC boss um, there's an inch difference in them they're the same weight uh, both do really the same things well um, I'm going to tell you right now EOC boss probably isn't going to get taken in the second round um, <laughs> by any of the NFL GMs but I would I you, this guy, he showed me that he's a player. Um, he looked like one of the most flu- fluid wide receivers uh, at the Combine. So uh, I fell in love with him, watched his tape, and I'm like, this guy. Uh, he's probably smart, too. And he's a genius. Maybe Absolute not a genius. genius. He plays at Ivy League, so he's smart. You know that. Uh, Zay Flowers is my four. Um, Compass Rondale Moore, I went with that last week. Don't really love it, but um, I'm going to stick with it. Um <laughs> I think with Zay Flowers, there's a lot to like. He has the best route tree of anybody I watched in this class. Uh, I think he's a shows that speed shows up on, on, on tape. Um, he is undersized. He's about five nine. That's what he uh, measured in at in at the combine. Um, is a smaller player. Doesn't weigh a lot. Um, but my only thing for why he's not higher, he's not a physical you know route runner. And of course, you know it's hard to be at that at that size, but. It just worries me, will he be used as a gadget player as so many of these sort of size players have been? Um, I think the thing with Rondell Moore where it's different is Rondell Moore didn't have that route tree coming out of Purdue. Um, He could go down the field, but most of his plays were shallow, screen passes, underneath sort of thing. But it was kind of the same sort of feel with, you know, agility, route running, that sort of deal. Just didn't have as big of a route tree as Zay Flowers. Um... So it'll be interesting to see. Um, and, you know, I, I, I saw him make a couple of contested catches. Uh, I think one in, like, the Louisville game was a really nice catch at home. But uh, I do wonder about, you know, can he go to the ground and make a lot of ca- catches? You know, can he uh, 
fight through press. Obviously, he kind of, you know, it's almost like JOK being a linebacker. It was like, uh, isn't going to boil, uh, bull past a linebacker, but he will swerve underneath, you know, guys and you know, avoid a hit. Same thing with Zay Flowers. It was like, you know, he will avoid the press coverage by just blowing past it, but obviously isn't going to, you know, uh, be a super physical guy like Quentin Johnston. Um, so I don't know. We'll see with Zay Flowers. I think that I, I don't know if, you know, if he can be Tyler Lockett, that's, you know, that's huge, but we'll see how it goes. I, I, I do have concern. He's kind of a gadget guy. That's fair. My number four is a guy you just mentioned, Quentin Johnston. Um, my comp for him is Kevin White without the injuries. Um, Damn. What? Kevin White was a white hot bus. Kevin White was only a white hot bus because of the injuries. So they say. It's the truth. Um, listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Quentin Johnston has done a lot of he he hasn't done much for me lately. He didn't participate in this pro day. Didn't participate in the combine. Really disappointed by that. Why else would you not run or do anything at the combine uh, if you know if you didn't think you could prove anything. I feel like, you know, if you if you feel like you can prove something at the Combine, you do it, whereas if you think you're going to hurt yourself at the Combine, you don't do it. Um, it might not be as black and white as that, uh, but we're going to go to his numbers. 40% contested catch rate. He's not actually 6'4". Uh, he measured at 6'2 uh, and a half, I believe, um, at the at the combine. So, you know, not not insanely impressive on, on the height spectrum. He's a little bit of a string bean. I'm not sure exactly how fast his 40 time is, but on tape, he looks like an absolute dude. My problem with him, and it, it, this is a bigger problem, uh, a more umbrella problem with college football receivers from the Big 12, is they don't have a route tree. Um, Quentin Johnston literally did not run anything other than crossers and and go balls. That's that's what he ran at TCU. Um, he's fantastic at doing those things because he's lengthy, He's he's quick. He's one of the best. I think he's probably the best yak guy in this class. But he's for for his height and his size. He's not good at what you want him to be good at. Um, and and you know you can work on route running. You can work on not catching the ball with your body. But if I'm if I'm a team right now and I need you know a a, a day one consistent wide receiver, it's not going to be Quentin Johnston. Um, I just I don't believe that there's this that, that there's this you know impact grade day one for him. He's got a high ceiling just because he he does have a frame that we haven't seen before. I mean, um, when you when you look at some of the comps to, uh, to Quentin Johnson, you see a lot of Mike Williams, you see a lot of um, T Higgins, but at the end of the day, he doesn't catch the ball you know contested catch like the other guys do. Um, I really don't think he's that physical. You know, he's physical at the line of scrimmage, but after that, he's not. He doesn't attack the ball very well. He he doesn't fight for it in the air. So uh, I'm I'm a little lower on Quentin Johnston than a lot of other people are, um, but I do think that there's a lot, a lot of Kevin White similarities, both being in that Big 12 offense, playing against a Big 12 defense that, you know, is is a little Swiss cheese-like. Uh, my number three, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, I have the compass Julian Edelman. Um, listen, you know, it's weird. He's, you know, Julian Edelman was obviously a quarterback coming out, so it's <laughs> awkward. But, um, you know, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba provides a lot, and, you know, he did, you know, prove a lot at the Combine for what he did do. Didn't run yep. the 40, but at least showed, hey, I can be, you know, athletic enough 
um, doing the little things and, and being an agile enough player, especially in the slot, to get open. Um, and, you know, his production is pretty much undeniable, especially that what whatever that year was at Ohio State, uh, all those yards and, and catches. Um, but, you know, is the ceiling a bit limited depending on what he runs, you know, what the 40-yard dash, if he runs the 40-yard dash, most definitely. But um, I still think he can be a very productive player at this level. Um and uh, I think I, w- I would say mid first round for Jackson Smith and Chickabah. Um My number three is Jordan Addison. Uh, my comp for him is Adam Thielen. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was very disappointed with Jordan Addison's 40. Um, running the four, I, I thought he was going to run four four eight something like that. Running the four, four, four. running the four five five the first run. Um, you know, it was very disappointing. He came back and gave us a four four nine. You can't you can't judge based on the. Bad 40. He ran it terrible. Uh, listen, I have to take both things into account. I can't That's just crazy. I can't just be like, oh, I, uh, let's look at the good and let's not look at the bad. Everyone looks at your best 40. Nobody nobody goes, oh, what was your second I, time? Yeah, but I watched him run a 4.55. Five. Like, that's the problem. It's like I, I saw it happen. And so I know it's not a consistent speed. But DJ said, like, hey, that was a bad time. That's not his speed. You know, we'll see. I, it didn't really show up on tape, which is why I was surprised that he ran such a slow time. Then it's his first not, time. right. Listen, hey, the listen, four, there's, four some, nine, there's something, there's right? something there though. There's something there though. There's, nothing there. there's something there. Um, and he also weighed in at 171 pounds. Um, that's going to be tough. That is going to be because what, what Devonte Smith and I seen a lot of comps because Devonte Smith came in at 166. What Devonte Smith did that, that allowed him to play at that weight so efficiently and effectively is he does not get pressed. He is, he is the, he has the best press release of anybody in the NFL. And I, and I mean of everybody in the NFL, he, he does not get touched. Um, Jordan Addison doesn't have that level uh, of press release. And so, yeah, Jordan Addison's great at, you know, route running. He's very fluid in the hips. He's he's great after the catch. He doesn't have the long speed. He is very, very small in, in terms of, you know, 171 pounds. Uh, he's, I think, the lightest receiver in this class. Um, I, I am a little bit worried. I am. Um, but I do... I, the production in college was there. I saw it. it. The tape. The tape is there. He's he's tough to guard. He really is. Um, it's just once you get into the NFL and they run a lot more press man. There's a lot more corners that are capable of running it well. I don't know how uh, how well Addison's going to translate. If if you put him in the slot, um, which he he has he has you know upside in both the slot and uh, as an X or Z. I think that he could have a really nice career. Uh, I'm just, I'm just a little bit worried uh, about the 171 pounds. Uh, he's my two, Jordan Addison, uh, Compass Chris Olave. Um, I think Chris Olave. It was very similar going into the combine, which is when I made these comps, um, because Chris Olave it was like, oh, he's really good, like Garrett Wilson. He's an insane route runner, but he's just not as good of an athlete and the 40 time won't be as good. And then he runs like a four, three, whatever. Yeah, the thing like, was a four, three, eight. Right. And it, it was just totally there. Obviously the, the thing with that, it was like, it didn't show up on tape. Right. Like I didn't, didn't see that at all. And so I kind of see that with Addison where it's like insane route runner and quickness as far yep. as quick feet agility, but just not the straight line speed that some of the other players have in this class. Um, and you know, with Grosso Olave, it absolutely worked. You know, last year was a very good year for him with the Saints. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, not as good of an athlete as Chris Olave, but that's sort of the the mold I have there. And I think he's going to have a good career. That route running is the best in the class. It's just a matter of getting to the right situation. 
and uh, in avoiding injury with any smaller player. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, my number two is Jackson Smith in Jigba. Uh, listen, the the problem, the, t- the tough part with having him as high as I do is I really don't see a, a world where he's not a slot receiver. Um, but after the combine, I was I was floored with with the shuttle he had with the three cone that he had. We're talking about a sub four five ten five. That is elite level numbers, and when you put a guy like that in the slot, you cannot cover him. It, you you are physically incapable of covering him because there is nobody that can react to what what JSN is going to do in the slot and, and that can keep up with him. He does not have the straight line speed. That's why he didn't run. He probably he might not run in his pro day. He'll probably run like a four six. That, that like that is that is my estimate of, of what he will run. Do you know who else ran a four six? This isn't a comp, but Cooper Cup. He ran a four six two, so you don't need the straight line speed if you're an insane route runner. And and JSN is a bit of a you know he fills out his frame uh, pretty well, um, but his route running is is really really good. He he knows where to sit in zones. You know, working at Ohio State. It, he was always in step with C.J. Stroud, you know, sitting in those zone coverages. When he was in man, it was it was like there was five yards of separation every time he caught the ball. Um, I think that translates to the NFL. Uh, I think he comes in day one and is a top five slot receiver in the NFL. Uh, I really do. My comp for him is a little bit weird because there aren't a ton of, you know, similar players to him. I do like your Julian Edelman comp. Um I went with I went with Amon Ross St. Brown, shiftier, but less of a physical player. The thing that makes Amon Ra such a good football player is his physicality, is his grit. He he can play in the run game. I don't know if JSN is, you know, as willing of a blocker or as good of a blocker as ASB is, but I think he's a, he's every bit as good of a pass catcher as ASB. And I I think when you look at uh you know, the career arc of JSN. It's probably going to be along the same lines of ASB. Comes in, you know, as opposed to a fourth-round pick, he's a first-round pick. Comes in day uh, season one and is putting up, you know, eight, nine catches in some of these games and, and going for 100 yards. They're not going to be explosive, They're going to be, but he's going to be like 10 yards a catch. He's going to have, you know, six, seven touchdowns in his rookie season. So for a player, you know, for a team drafting a guy like JSN, it's not about the ceiling so much as it is, you're getting an impact starter in the NFL for 10, 12 seasons. Yep. Uh, my one, Quentin Johnston. Uh, the comp would be DeAndre Hopkins, which is weird because DeAndre Hopkins is the best contested catch guy probably in the league. But Jeez, yeah, he is. But it's not even close. taking that away, um, you know, the contested catch ability aside, I actually think these players are very similar. DeAndre Hopkins, when he gets the ball in his hands, saw it at Clemson, saw it with the Texans, was absolutely dangerous. Um, and I see that with Quentin Johnston. That kind of sort of movement at that sort of size uh, is what I would you know attribute Quentin Johnston to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, obviously, he's got to get better at the contest catch thing. For somebody his size, that's you know kind of a question mark. Um, I do wonder, you know, how many balls did get thrown his way and. How often did he have opportunities to make contested catches? Oh, he had a lot. Versus they, some of the other guys, maybe, you know. Well, they love, lo- yeah, they love to throw him the ball down the field. Maybe those numbers get skewed a bit, but, um, I, you know, I, I think he will get better. I thought, you know, in his junior year, uh, or not, whatever, whatever was last year, uh, watching some of those highlights, he did look better and more 
able to make some of those catches, but last year it wasn't really sort of a thing. Um, so I think if he gets better at that and you know grows into a sort of player like DeAndre Hopkins, he could have a really good career. But obviously he's got to hammer that down first. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's, a, that's a lofty goal for him. Um, I just don't know if he's ever going to be able to get there. Uh, my number one is Zay Flowers. So... My number four was your number one. Your number four was my number one. Uh, I am one of the biggest Zay Flowers fans. I'll fully admit that. My comp for him is Tyler Lockett. When I watch him play, that is who I see. Uh, I remember watching Zay Flowers uh, film for the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, I, this guy literally plays the exact same way as Tyler Lockett does. They're roughly the same size. I think, I think Zay Flowers gives up an inch and a half to Lockett, but... You know, four four two for or for Flowers, four four seven for Lockett. Both of them are great down the field. Both of them are great. You know, short intermediate. They they run really good routes. The best part about them is they know you know they know the limitations with their size and they avoid contact better than I've seen you know anybody else do. Uh, what Tyler Lockett will do, he'll catch a ball in in a you know zone or in a window in the coverage, and then then he'll fall to the ground. He avoids contact better than any other receiver in the league. And I know, you know, some some teams are like, oh, I want my guy, you know, to be a, a great rack guy. You know, once he catches it, I want him to get upfield. Well, what if your guy does that and then he gets hurt, right? Tyler Lockett doesn't get hurt because he gets down. He knows he knows how to shield his body, you know, from taking some of those unwanted hits. Zay Flowers does that too. Um, it, it, I, I think that Zay Flowers is the best route runner in this class. You know, you said Jordan Addison. I think that Zay Flowers is better than him. Um I, I, I've he's seen, got the best road tree. I, I've seen the, you know, yeah, he, that's, that is true. Um, I've seen him go up and get contested balls. He, not at the same rate that Josh Downs was able to, but how many did Josh Downs have? That's a, a really great point. Probably like 10, maybe right. if that, um, I've seen him, you know, go over the middle and, and, and catch passes there. I've seen him, you know, slants, crossers, um, whip routes, uh, in, in, you know, the red zone in sh- short areas. So, I think that, you know, and hands. Zay Flowers got great hands, too. Kid does not drop the ball. And he's really smart. Uh, I watched an interview that he did um, with the Bootleg Football Podcast. And he, the way he talks about, you know, setting, setting DBs up or, you know, finding soft spots in, in the zone, uh, you know, certain route concepts and, and, and what he's looking for. He is a really smart player. Uh, I just, I really don't think you can go wrong with him. I, I, I legitimately think that his, his ceiling... Um, you know, is it might not be the highest because Quentin Johnston, you know, might have the highest ceiling given the size and frame if he is able to, you know, develop a route tree and, and get better at contested catches. But I think that Zay Flowers is probably the second most surefire prospect in this class outside of JSN, uh, but does offer a higher ceiling than JSN does. I I would take Zay Flowers in the top, you know, 15 picks. I, I really would. Uh, if I'm a team that needs an outside wide receiver, I'm I'm crossing my fingers that the Chargers are able to get him at um, was it 22? Yes, that would 21. that that would be uh, that would be a fun a fun fit. Even though they did bring Keenan Allen back, I, I don't know how they did that with his contract, but they figured it out. So, uh, but I'm I'm a big Zay Flowers fan. That is not a uh, a, a secret. That's for sure. Um, you good? Yep. Wow, nice little short one for you guys. Less than 25 minutes. Um, okay, well, we got to make a decision on what position's next. Um, we don't know yet. Well, we'll figure it out, and then we'll let you know 
when we post the next episode. <laughs> you will find out uh, once once the episode goes live. So yeah, it, it, it's how it's just how it's going to be. Maybe Edge Rusher. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we haven't done Edge yet. I think that Edge is probably the best. Yeah, option best option. So uh, bank on Edge if you're if you're really that curious. But uh, for now, that was our wide receivers. Um, yeah, you good? Yep. Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.